0: This is Scott, host of the Unprocessed Knowledge Podcast and black author. You could get all three of my books. My first book, Systematic Racism and Capitalism, Alliance of Oppression. My second book, Hypocrisy in America, The Veil of White Supremacy. And my third book, my first novel, Exodus 2035, all available on Amazon.com and Amazon Kindle. If you don't have a Kindle, you can download the Kindle app to your smartphone or tablet, and you can access those products. Thanks for listening. Um, don't forget U&U Network. You can find that on Instagram, U&U underscore network, where you can find all the shows uh, under the U&U Network. Shout out to the U&U Network, you know what I'm saying, and all those podcasts that's on U&U Network. Think for the U&U Network that has brothers at U&U Network. You can check out the socials at U-A-N-D-U. Underscore _network The
1: champ is here. Times up. The, the, champ here. The, the champ is here. The green The champ is here. Let's go. The champ is here.
0: That's right, y'all. The unprocessed knowledge podcast, the people's champ cuz I do it for the people. Let's go. Awesome. Welcome to the Unprocessed Knowledge Podcast. You can catch this podcast on the Apple Podcast app, Google Play, Spotify. Everybody should be following me on Instagram at unprocessed underscore knowledge. Click the link tree in my bio. Get access to this podcast. All three of my books available on Amazon.com. Instagram is the best way to keep up with the show. When new shows will be posted, I will put the flyer on Instagram. Shout out to the U and U network. all we putting out content daily. All the time. Full slate of shows. Newest show to the family. Reservation for three. You can go to U A N D U underscore network. Follow that on Instagram. Hit the Link trend A bio and get access to the full lineup of shows. Three stars, two bars, separate the two, a taste to consider, shame, reservation for three. Anything else we add to the network, you can access it there. Follow both pages, follow all the shows, have a blast all week. You'll laugh, you'll learn something, you'll think, you'll be entertained, I guarantee you. If you would like to donate to this show, you can hit up that cash app, dollar sign UK pod. LET'S JUMP RIGHT INTO IT, GUYS.
2: LOSI'S JANUARY 6th COMMITTEE HELD ITS FIRST HEARING TODAY, AND BECAUSE OF HER ACTIONS LEADING UP TO TODAY, THE WHOLE THING TURNED INTO, IN THE EYES OF MANY, NOTHING MORE THAN PERFORMANCE ART. NOW, AS THIS SHOW HAS REITERATED TIME AND AGAIN, ALL CRIMINAL ACTIVITY AT THE CAPITOL THAT DAY SHOULD BE PROSECUTED AND PUNISHED. There was certainly a lot of violence that day but it was not a terrorist attack it wasn't 9 11 it wasn't the worst thing that ever happened to america it wasn't an insurrection there is also something else happening a transparent attempt by democrats to drag this all out ahead of 2022 they know they're going to lose big and they're trying not to but they're casting their political opponents as the enemies of the state So the theatrics were intended to produce an emotional reaction, logic and facts be damned. It is with that knowledge that we will unveil the Angle Awards for today's best performances. First, for best use of tears and dramatic pauses in a leading role, we have a tie. It's between Congressman Kinziger and Schiff.
3: More and more insurrectionists were pouring into the area by the speaker's lobby near the rotunda. And some wearing MAGA hats and shirts that said, Trump 2020. I told them to just leave the Capitol. And in response, they yelled, no, man, this is our house. President Trump invited us here. We're here to stop the steal. Joe Biden is not the president. Nobody voted for Joe Biden. I'm a law enforcement officer. And I do my best to keep politics out of my job. But in this circumstance, I responded. Well, I voted for Joe Biden. Does my vote not count? Am I nobody? (sighs) That prompted a torrent of racial epithets. One woman in a pink MAGA shirt yelled, you hear that, guys? This voted for Joe Biden. Then the crowd, perhaps around 20 people, Joined in screaming, boo, no one had ever, ever called me a while wearing the uniform of a Capitol police officer. In the days following the attempted insurrection, other black officers shared with me their own stories of racial abuse on January six. Okay, so in the opening part of that
0: clip, that was Laura Ingram from Fox News saying, hey, what happened at the Capitol on January 6th, guys, is being blown out of proportion. It wasn't that bad. Yes, it was some violence, but no big deal, right? The Democrats are trying to paint this into something that it wasn't. It wasn't an insurrection. It wasn't sedition. It was just, you know, nothing to see here. This this thing is all hype, right? Two people died, but, you know, this thing is all hype. One person that was killed was a Capitol Hill uh, police officer, but not that bad, right? Now, mind you, Laura Ingram, this is the same woman that told LeBron James he needs to shut up and dribble when he came out against racial injustice. This is the same woman who came out railing against Colin Kaepernick when he started his his protests against racial injustice and said, hey, buddy, if you don't like it, you need to leave the country. This is the same woman when people were protesting over the George Floyd situation and the murder of of tons and tons of black men last summer when they were protesting, trying to get some equal justice. This is the woman who came out and said, hey, we're the law and order people. Blue lives matter. All right. This is her. Well, apparently Laura Ingram blue lives didn't matter that day because a Capitol police officer was killed and murdered by this mob. But she says no big deal. In the second part of that clip, you hear the testimony before Congress of one of the black Capitol police officers explaining what happened that day, explaining what he went through, explaining all the racial epithets, explaining how dozens upon dozens of people called him a nigger <laughs> and said, Let's get him, guys. And he said he's damn near, you know, teary eyed and heartbroken. And he said he had never received such abuse while wearing the uniform of a Capitol police officer. But As far as long Laura Ingram is concerned, this is all hype. This is all just the Democrats trying to spin it. Not that big a deal. Here's the truth. These so-called conservatives, these so-called right wingers, they act like they care about America in order to justify their racist views. They don't give a damn about America. They don't give a damn about cops. They don't give a damn about the Capitol Police only thing they care about is withholding the system of white supremacy and if they got to murder every capital police officer to do it then to hell with it that's what they get that's what they deserve and the, in their view this ain't about america this is about systematic racism white supremacy let's take it a step further let's hear what president trump had to say about team usa the olympics just concluded a few days ago it's over with and um President Trump was recently at a a, a rally and he was talking about the U.S. Olympic soccer team.
1: Wokeism makes you lose, ruins your mind, and ruins you as a person. You become warped. You become demented. U.S. women's soccer team is a very good example of what's going on. Earlier this week, they unexpectedly lost... To Sweden 3 to nothing and Americans were happy about it you proved that point before I even
3: said it
0: so in case you didn't know the US women's soccer team has come out against the former president Donald Trump for years and years and years and earlier in the Olympics they lost to Sweden And Donald Trump and everybody at that rally, they were happy about it. They were cheering the fact that Team USA lost this week. Now, this is the Olympics. This is supposed to be one country against another country. You are supposed to be rooting for your country. So why are all these people who put America first, who want to make America great again, who are so proud to be Americans, cheering at the fact that the American team lost? Because, once again, it ain't about America. It's about white supremacy. The U.S. women's soccer team came out came out against white supremacy. So once you are an enemy, they will cheer for you to lose in that United States uniform because it ain't about the country. That's a lie. He just proved it. Breaking news today. Andrew Cuomo is resigning as governor of New York amid sexual harassment allegations Doing a press conference today. New York Governor Andrew Cromo announced that he will resign in two weeks in wake of his sexual harassment scandal. He'll be replaced by Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul, who will become the state's first woman governor. Now, Andrew Cromo, governor of the state of New York. He signed into legislation sexual harassment law. Now, how you violate laws, the, the very same laws you you legislated, is beyond me. This is an article from August 2019. Governor Como signs legislation enacting sweeping new work, workplace harassment prote- protections, eliminating restriction that harassment be severe or pervasive in order for it to be legally accountable. He mandated that all employment contracts NDAs include language allowing employees to file a complaint of harassment or discrimination, extends the statute of limitations for employment, sexual harassment claims filed from one to three years, key components of the governor's 2019 women's justice agenda. So they were just praising Governor Andrew Cuomo for being a champion of women's rights and signing laws that, made it harder to sexually harass women in the workplace all the while he himself was doing it. So that's a very interesting turn of events. Let's move on to some other stories in the news, guys. Appeals court upholds murder conviction of ex-Dallas officer Amber Geiger who killed neighbor, both of John, in his own home. A Texas appeals court on Thursday upheld the murder, murder conviction of a former Dallas police officer who was sentenced to prison for fatally shooting her neighbor, Botham John, a panel of three judges ruled that a Dallas County jury had sufficient evidence to convict Amber Geiger of the murder in 2018. The decision by the 5th Texas Court of Appeals in Dallas means Geiger, who turns 33 this coming Monday, will continue to serve her 10-year prison sentence and largely dashes her hopes of having the 2019 conviction overturned, God willing, she will become eligible for parole in 2024. Didn't see this coming. So this is good news. I still think she'll probably get out for parole in 2024. Let's go down to Georgia. Ex-Georgia deputy who bragged about beating black men. claimed he charged people with crimes to keep them from voting. Is sentenced on weapons charges. A former Georgia deputy and U.S. Marine who bragged in messages with members of an extremist group that he had brutalized a black man in custody and that he intended to charge black people with felonies to keep them from voting was sentenced to three years and eight months in prison. That's a slap on the wrist. Plus one year of supervised release on August 3rd in connections with a weapons charge. Cody Richard Griggers, 28, pleaded guilty in federal court on April 26 to one count of possession of an unregistered firearm, and faces up to 10 years in prison. So this ex-Georgia deputy bragged about beating black people and putting false charges on them to keep them from voting. And I got a flash for you. He's not the only one doing it. He's not the only cop doing it, and he's not the only police officer that gets wrapped up in these white supremacy extremist groups. A lot of times that's why they join the force. To beat up black people and put false charges on. Right now, let's really break this down. Here's what a felony on your record really does. If you got a felony on your record, not only do you lose the right to vote, you lose the right to own a firearm. You lose the right to serve on a jury and a felony conviction will appear on your employment record, which pretty much disqualifies you from about 90 percent of the good paying jobs. They will not hire you if you have a felony on your record. So that means you got to fight for a small pool of jobs that only people with felonies are allowed to get. So if you're a black man in the workforce, your options are already limited just because you are black. But if you have a felony on your record, your pool of options are greatly diminished. Now, if you have a felony on, on your record, you also can't serve in a jury. So let's break that down. Racist cop pulls you over, puts some false charges on you. You go to prison, you got a felony on your record for something you didn't do. Once you come out, you can't go serve. Once that racist cop arrests somebody else, you can't go serve on the jury and be like, hey, I know this guy. He did the same thing to me. I don't think this brother really did what they're saying he's doing. You can't be on the jury. Your voice won't get heard. So the cycle keeps going because you're not allowed to serve in court. You're not allowed to be represented it's a whole cycle and he's and they do it on purpose this is not ignorance keep in mind this is not ignorance this Georgia deputy was 28 years old he wasn't 68 years old he wasn't 88 years old he wasn't no old racist white man. he was 28 don't have nothing to do with age don't fall don't fall for that lie once all these old racist white people die out who we gonna live in a post-racial society no you won't they got a crop of young ones springing up that was the case, this problem would have been solved over 300 years ago. Everybody that this racist cop arrested should be released. All all the non-black people that this racist police officer arrested, they should all be released from jail. Their records should be expunged and they should be financially compensated by the state of Georgia and by the federal government. I mean, think about being a black person down in Georgia in this guy's jurisdiction. You are living in hell he will pull you over beat the hell out of you charge you with something you didn't do now you got a felony now you gotta to go to prison and now you just you, you, your life is hell from now on over something you're not even guilty of besides being black and that brings me to the story of fox booker let's talk about him
4: tonight growing outrage in indiana after an alleged attack caught on camera let him go Let him go. Video captured by a bystander and posted online by Vox Booker appears to show him pinned to a tree on all fours by white men in what he describes as an attempted lynching.
1: It was the most disturbing situation in my life. The video does not capture what led up to the
4: incident, and NBC News has not been able to identify the other people in the video. Let him go. Booker says he was walking with friends at a state park on the 4th of July when the men confronted them, saying he was trespassing.
1: There's a moment where um, a woman yells uh, for them not to kill me. And I realize that she's talking about killing me. Booker says he was beaten and verbally assaulted you with racist
4: me? speech. You're nappy-headed, b- And that one of the men yelled, get a noose, though that alleged comment wasn't caught on video. Booker is a member of the County Human Rights Commission, and his account has shocked the community. I've known Mr. Booker for several years to see what, could be seen on that video was nauseating and uh, aggravating and heart-wrenching this week protests erupted
3: we gathered to demand
1: the prosecution of vox's attackers
4: the governor now weighing in uh, the brief video clip that i viewed with my own two eyes was beyond disturbing authorities say they responded to the scene for a report of a battery no arrests were made but an investigation is ongoing tonight the monroe county
0: Okay, so let me break this situation down because there are some things going on in this video that obviously you guys can't see, right? So Vox Booker, who's a black man in Bloomington, Indiana, him and three of his friends, last 4th of July of last year, not this, 4th of July of this past, 4th of July of 2020, they are going to a public lake to enjoy in some 4th of July festivities. So him... And three other white people, he's the only black person in the group, they are walking to this public lake and they have to walk through a trail in the woods. As they're walking through this trail in the woods, three white men approach them with, for some reason, they're not wearing any shirts. So three white men with their shirts off, their bellies hanging out. They approach them saying they're trespassing on their land. And they need to get the hell off their land because they're trespassing. And these men are very aggressive. They're yelling at them, telling them, y'all should not be here. You need to get the F out of here. And for some reason, they swarmed this brother. Well, not for some reason. We know why. So they swarm this brother. They call him all type of nappy head bees. They're yelling at him. They're berating him. They're tossing racial slurs at this brother like you wouldn't believe this brother up against the tree and say they're going to lynch him because he should not be stepping foot on their land, so they got this brother pent up against the tree talking about how they're gonna lynch him, cussing him out, calling him all type of nabby head you know what and the the white people that he's with they start filming, and they're basically pleading with these with with this 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 racist group of white people <laughs> saying please let her please let this man go. we'll leave. We are sorry for trespassing on your land. We didn't know. We'll leave. They're yelling back and forth saying, well, this is your fault. You shouldn't be here. This is our land. And we're going to lynch this Negro for y'all coming here. Now, think about this. In the eyes of a white supremacist, their justification for killing a black man is that he stepped his black foot across their property line. You dare step your foot on my land. And now I have to kill you. Now, the European came here and slaughtered the Native American Indian, stole the entire country, went over to the continent, stole us, brought us over here to build the wolf up of the country. But if you set foot on the ground that he claims to be his, he has to kill you for it. He has, he has the right to kill you for it in his eyes. Now, mind you, all four of these people were walking to the public lake. They didn't do anything to the white people. They didn't even put lay a finger on none of the white people. They all went straight for the black man and said they were going to kill him. As a matter of fact, when they pinned the black man up against the tree, Fox Booker, when they pin him up against the tree, they tell all his white friends to leave. They tell all, all his white friends, y'all get the hell up out of here. Y'all leave the nigger to us. <laughs> they said, y'all go ahead and leave. <laughs> we got this. We're going to deal with him. Right. He's going to pay the cost for y'all trespassing on our land. So you know his 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 friends they're begging and they pleading with these white people. Eventually they let Vox Booker go. They get the hell up out of there. And one one key thing I took from the video is they are screaming at Vox Booker, calling him a effing liberal. This is all your fault. Are, are you happy over here with your white buddies? Your nappy head B, your effing liberal. Look, white supremacists like to speak in code. They knew this thing was was being recorded. Liberal is a code word for nigger. When these, when these racist white folks say, oh, the liberals are dest- destroying America and I can't stand these liberals, they, they really mean they can't stand these niggas. So they they finally get out of this situation. You know, Mr. Booker, he escapes with his life. They get back to, I think, the side of the road where their vehicle is parked and they call the state troopers. And listen to Mr. Listen to Mr. Booker explain the treatment he got from the state troopers once they arrived on the scene
1: officers I felt like I was victimized twice Um, so everyone around me at this point is white Um, and I'm from a small town in in Indiana so I'm I'm accustomed to that Um, but when these officers show up uh, the lead officer is completely discourteous he seems combatant he's accusatory Uh, as I described to him that These men were lynching me, and I was was literally afraid for my life. Uh, He lectures me on property rights. Uh, I explained to him that we all, we were on public property, but even if we weren't on public property, it still wouldn't matter that my life had more value than, than any type of property.
0: Okay, so the state trooper pulls up. They explain what happened. And the state trooper is telling this black man that, you know, landowners got rights. So, you know, what you want me to do about it? (laughs) I mean, you step foot on their land. So, you know, they got the right to kill you if they want to. I mean, you know, that's that's just kind of how it goes. I mean, my God, not only did they assault and threaten to kill this man when the cops come, they made it well known that they not doing a goddamn thing about it. A civil rights investigation gets open. They investigate this case. They look at the video. Everybody sees what happens context is important vox booker in bloomington indiana he's actually a member of the locals you know civil rights organization there so he's actually well known in that community he's known by the local mayor prominent political figures in that community you know he he works in circles with these guys so here's what happens instead of them you know arresting the, the, the racist white men for attempted murder Do you realize that Vox Booker himself was charged with a felony assault? I'm not making this up. The black man, he got charged with felony assault charges are now being filed against a central Indiana community activist more than a year after he says he was the victim of a racial attack at Lake Monroe. Video of the July 4th, 2020 incident you see there went viral last year leading to charges against two other men involved. The Monroe County prosecutor declined to file charges against Vox Booker but requested a special prosecutor to oversee this case. Last Friday, the special prosecutor filed a misdemeanor trespass and felony battery charges against Booker. On Monday, Booker and leaders with the local NAACP spoke publicly about that decision.
1: This has been humiliating and defeating. I had just moved to a new city. I was looking forward to starting a new job, uh, to moving forward with my life. And I'm dragged back into this moment. Uh, for some folks, it was a year ago. For me, it's happened every day. The
4: Monroe County branch of the NAACP condemns the prosecution of Vox Booker, demands that the charges against him be dropped immediately, and calls on special prosecutor Sonia Leerkamp to resign.
0: Mr. Booker has recently came out and said that he feels like he was charged due to retaliation from the prosecution office because they offered him a deal in this situation. Basically what the prosecutors wanted to do was (laughs) have him sign an NDA, go to mediation with the white man who tried to lynch him and come out and publicly forgive them. It was going to be this whole dog and pony show. He wasn't with that. He refused to do that. So they charge them with a felony in retaliation. Only in America. Look, this is why we got to stand up for us. We can't depend on the justice system. We can't depend on the legal system. Hell, we can't even depend on the local civil rights organizations. They do some good work, but in a system of white supremacy, most of the time they are powerless. We got to come together and we got to fight for us. We have to defend ourselves at all costs. If Mr. Booker was not surrounded by his white friends, he would probably be hang- be hanging somewhere from a tree and they would have said he committed suicide, all right? Now, Indiana is an open carry state. Brother, if you're gonna be walking through the woods of Indiana, you should have had that thing on you. It's your constitutional right, right? It's an open carry state. You better be ready to defend yourself at all times. This has been another episode of The Unprocessed knowledge podcasts. Be safe out there, guys.
2: A special prosecutor from Monroe County has filed felony assault and misdemeanor trespassing charges against you as well. Explain why you believe this is happening.
1: First of all, to have charges filed against you in your own hate crime is outrageous. Uh, I believe the motivation behind this is simply that for the last year, the special prosecutor Sonia Camp has pressured me that I should forgive these men. Uh, She's uh, talked about this idea she had of a a forgiveness uh, tool and how uh, good it would be for the community uh, and seemed more concerned about that than my actual welfare.
2: But why do you feel that she is going forward with pressing charges against you?
1: I think it's... uh, it's an intimidation technique. I don't know if she really means to carry these all the way through or if her intent is just to simply to get me to back down uh, and not make a fuss when she dismisses charges against these men.
2: We did reach out to the Monroe County Special Prosecutor's Office, and she said that she is, quote, ethically restrained from commenting upon the evidence prior to trial and that she—